Now, a Perth mum was in shock when she found out that her teenage son was being impersonated online. And it wasn't by a complete stranger. It wasn't just someone trying to do a scam or a fraud. It was people that he knew. The trend is called catfishing, and it is many trends emerging across WA schools as we rely on technology ever more. The moment question is Nicole Jamison. She is a social media expert at Dark Horse Agency. So, Nicole, you know a thing or two about the digital media landscape, so I guess that came in handy with this case. It sure did. It sure did. Um, you know, we see a lot of things happening as trends in social media, but generally parents can be on the front line when we see something happening in our kids' schools or in our kids' um, social lives. We can be the first ones to kind of find things out before a lot of other people do. And so how did you find out? How did you know what was going on in with, with what happened with your son? Well, because um, uh, this person commented on my social media profiles and uh, made some comments. <laughs> I know, silly, silly, silly. <laughs> um, also made some comments on some other parents' profiles, which I'm friends with. So um, they did it as my son's name, but I recognised the profile picture wasn't my son and it wasn't the same thing. So... I did a little bit of um, FBI snooping and figured out who it was and uh, said, stop it or I will um, tell the school. And who was it, Nicole? Like, you don't have to say their name on radio right now, but is it, was it someone close who knew your son fairly well? Uh, it was definitely it was someone in his year group at school and it was someone he interacts with. So okay. um, I actually don't think it was in, in the boy's defence. I don't think he was trying to be insidious. Mm. I think that he thought it was funny and that. Right. A lot of the problem with a lot of kids at the when they're doing these kind of things on social media, what they think is playing out as funny or as a bit of a joke it can actually have some long-term effects either for the person that they're impersonating or for themselves. Yeah, so it sounds it's a bit of a prank, but sometimes with these things, it's like maybe, maybe could we not be doing that? But what are some of the stories that you've heard that can eventuate from this sort of behaviour, Nicole? Well, uh, like I tell my kids every single day, because I work in social media, social media is forever. And kids really do, some of the tech kids out there, certainly my kids don't, know, don't think this way, but especially with Snapchat and a lot of the story-based uh, social media apps, the kids think that they're temporary and that they go away. But really, we have to remind kids that we are living in an age of screenshots and screen recordings. So if someone really wants to, they can find out either who you are or screenshot and screen record your actual messages and keep them in their photo memories um, until they want to use them for either bad things or showcase how terrible you were in high school or if you're going for a scholarship, they can even use that to trip you up. So okay. it can last we, we need to remind forever. kids that it's forever. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what can you do if someone's listening to this conversation now, Nicole, and they suspect maybe that their child or their, their grandkid uh, might be the victim of uh, catfishing or that there's something going on there, they're not too sure about it. How should they approach the situation? What can they do to find out? Well, starting a conversation, um, I'm not an advocate of going through your kid's phone or banning social media. What I am an advocate of is opening conversations with your kids so that they are informed about what is right and what is wrong on social media. They are kids. They're going to make mistakes. But hopefully, if you are opening the conversations and, and have them regularly, they will feel comfortable coming to you if something trips them up or something goes wrong in their lives, either online or offline. But parents are going to hate me and grandparents are going to hate me for saying this, but the best form of defence is to get on the social media platforms yourself so that you can understand how they work and you can start a conversation. 
Even if you're wrong and you don't know the terms quite right, at least it opens the conversation and that's how you can get in front of it. So say you do know that it's happening. Someone is impersonating one of your loved ones or possibly you. What's the process to go about? How do you find out who that person might be? Is there an easy enough way? Um, Yeah, sometimes the kids know themselves. They know who it is or they suspect they know who it is. Um, I went through a little bit of a technical um, unravelling to figure it out, but I obviously have a few more extra skills than the average parent out there. So um, there is ways that you can find out who they are. Kids are not so clever at covering their footprints (laughs) on social media. Um, And it took me five minutes to figure out who it was um, or the phone number of who it was. So therefore, I was able to track down the person very quickly. So kids need to understand that when they're registering social media handles, when they're using their emails and their phone numbers, that we can figure out who you are pretty quickly. Okay. And then what's the result of that? Do you know what happened in this instance? Obviously, someone wasn't trying to be deliberately nasty, but what was the outcome for this particular child? Well, I certainly said, uh, I put a shot across the bow, (laughs) I'd like to say. Um, (laughs) So I said to a few of the boys in the group, if this person doesn't stop doing it, I have some screenshots, I will show their parents and I will also show the school. So, And the school that um, my kids go to take these kind of things very seriously. In fact, most schools do. So um, as far as I know, it hasn't reappeared. The, the account was deleted quite quickly. Mm. But again, you know, these kids need to understand that the screenshots can live in someone's phone forever and if they really want to get you, they can kind of bring it up in a time where you perhaps realise that was silly behaviour and it was in your past. But, um, yeah, think about it now because it will last forever. Are there other trends that you're seeing? Nicole, you mentioned you work in this area. You are uh, a social media expert at Dark Horse Agency. So you see a little bit. What are some of the trends that are emerging that trouble you at the moment? Well, there's a few in 2024 that we've seen come up. Um, Particularly, there was a couple in Perth. Um, The catfishing one, that one's been around for a little while, but it's, it's... Um, I think the kids don't think it's serious and they take it as fun, but they need to take it seriously and not do it. But there's also a mean girls trend going on where if a cool group, for Mm. lack of a better word, um, kick a member of their group out, they use Snapchat to um, ask for new applications. And it's not only a little bit embarrassing for the new person or the person who got booted, but for the new people who have to come in and prove that they are worthy of this group, either via... Um, you know, a holiday house or a cute brother or something like that. It's it's so public. It's such a public um, application process and it's really not a good look for the girls that run it. So that's a trend that we're also seeing. Um, we're also seeing a lot of people um, screenshotting uh, things and using them for later, which is the whole social media is forever mantra that I keep saying. But also the, the kids are doing this thing that we call a comment pylon. So they think there's anonymity when there's hundreds and hundreds of comments saying mean or awful things when really, especially in TikTok, you're not anonymous um, and you can your comment can be pulled out and used against you and hate can come in your direction. So mm. what our kids say on social media and do on social media needs to be an ongoing conversation that parents and teachers and people that care about our kids need to have. All right. Thank you so much for spending some time to explain us this one. Nicole, I know you said we should get on social media, but oh, I kind of wanted to. I miss the good oh, old days, Nicole. I really do. I don't think we're going I back to I know that those... 
the days when the bully had to call your house and go through <laughs> your parents to get to you. Yes. It's, it's, a lo- it's a lot more uh, swift these days and a lot more intense, but... It's the same stuff, just happening in a different format. It is indeed. Thank you so much for your time. It's Nicole Jamison, social media media expert at Dark Horse Agency.